Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Rock the Mic. I am your host, Raquel Rock, Minister Rock, whatever you want to call me. I pray that you all had a blessed couple of weeks. It's been a couple of weeks since I've been on here. Uh, so I want to thank y'all for tuning in this morning. And um, if you're new here, maybe you're just like scrolling through your you know, feed of podcast and you came across Rock the Mic. What's up? How are you? Welcome. Thank you for stopping by. Uh, you could have stopped anywhere else. You could have tuned into any other podcast, but you're listening to this one. So I appreciate you and I welcome you. So um, today I want to talk a little bit about self-sabotage, uh, negative thinking, uh, stinking thinking, all that stuff. <laughs> I think it's really important for our spiritual maturity, especially in, in, in the world where it is today. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm always very transparent on here and I I talk a lot about, you know, my struggles and stuff like that. And I'm gonna be honest, like stinking thinking, self-sabotage, negative thoughts. Yeah. That, that was I'm going to say was, but it still kind of is like, I still, I still, you know, I still have moments, but you know, a a few years ago, and I've shared this story before, but a few years ago, I did find myself, you know, living my life with a lot of discontentment. I was just dissatisfied with my life. I was, I felt kind of like, I don't know, empty, you know what I'm saying? And Deep down on the inside of me, I, I did have a desire to like do better. I, I, I also had a desire to make a contribution to the kingdom of God. I, I, I had a desire to, you know, to make a positive impact on the world, right? But even though I aspired to do those things, I still found myself trapped in a cycle of self-doubt and dealing with a lot of fear and procrastination and my inner voice or my inner critic (laughs) she would constantly tell me that I wasn't good enough and that I was never going to be good enough and I think back to that time of my life and I used to like be so quick to blame the people around me for my lack of progress uh, my lack of spiritual growth And I would come up with a bunch of excuses about why I wasn't growing, why I wasn't walking in purpose. You know, it was always a lot easier for me to blame everybody else for why my life felt so mundane and purposeless. It was it was easy for me to point the finger at everybody else. But when I, you know, decided to get serious about my journey with Christ and my relationship with Christ, And I began talking with God and, you know, he began to make it clear that people wasn't the problem. And when God spoke to me about doing this podcast, you know, he was very clear about what he wanted me to do. And it was at that moment that I realized that I was my own worst enemy. You know, I, I had allowed myself to grow stagnant and it wasn't nobody's fault but my own my self-sabotaging thoughts and and my fears they were blocking me from 
going after my purpose. I was so afraid of what people were going to say about me. I was so afraid. I cared so much about what people were going to think about me. Like, bro, I could look, I think back on that time and it's just like such wasted time. You know what I'm saying? Because for real, like who cares what anybody got to say, you know? And, you know, through his word, God, he, he, he began speaking to me in like real simple terms. You know, I know that some people think like the Bible is so deep and, you know, you read the Bible and it's like, I don't understand. But yo, seriously, like you ain't got no excuse. Okay. You ain't got no excuse because there's like a whole rack of translations of the Bible. You can read the Bible in many different translations. And you know, there are versions of the Bible that are broken down into the simplest of terms that, you know, even a fool can understand. OK. And I, I, yeah, right now, uh, some some of the ladies in my church, we revisiting the book of Proverbs. And that book really does talk about the wise and the foolish. And everybody plays a fool. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I know I have. And, you know, the Lord back then, like, I just remember him really dealing with me. You know what I'm saying? That like, stop blaming everybody else. Stop blaming everybody else. You the reason why, why you where you at is you. It ain't got nothing to do with nobody else. And the other day I was reading in Proverbs and there was a scripture I read Proverbs 19, three. And you know, it was so, it was so simple. I love the easy version of the Bible. So Proverbs 19.3, and I'm going to read this scripture in several different translations just to prove my point. But in Proverbs 19.3, it says, some people do silly things and so they destroy themselves. Then they get angry with the Lord. The New Living Translation says people ruin their lives by their own foolishness and then are angry at the Lord. And the Passion Translation It says, there are some people who ruin their own lives and then blame it all on God. It don't get any simpler than that, okay? And for real, like, that scripture, it just made me think back, you know, to that time in my life. It it, it hit me hard because the truth is that there was a time that I was so angry at God. I was so angry at the world. I was frustrated and so mad about my circumstances and my lack of progress in life. I was angry with my father. I was mad at my friends. I was upset about my past. I was I was always looking at everything and everyone except me. And the truth is, I was never holding myself accountable for the choices that I was making. And especially the choices that I was making when it came to my thoughts, because the things that we think about are a choice. Okay, don't think that is not like you have a choice. You have a choice. You you don't have to think about everything so negatively. That's a choice. And as I began my journey with Christ and I started to grow like I had to do some self-reflection. And the reality was that I didn't have any other choice. I had to face the fact that, yeah, I was self-sabotaging. I was I was responsible for my negative thoughts. My stinking thinking didn't have nothing to do with nobody else. It had everything to do with me. 
And I had to be honest with myself and admit that my fear of failure and my fear of rejection, those things were just holding me back from taking the first steps towards what God was calling me to do. And that that realization, it was the turning point in my life. You know, I had to take my stinking thinking captive just as the word advises us to do in 2 Corinthians 10.5, where it says, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. I began to change the narrative in my mind. I began to replace my negative self-talk with affirmations of self-worth. And I started to put my faith in God And I started to really believe that I am who he says I am. And, you know, none of that happened overnight. It was a gradual process. It took time. But the things that I was doing started to, you know, line me up with my purpose. And I feel like I got to say this. I need to be very clear. I want you to hear me on this. My purpose has nothing to do with a title. Okay. Whether or not I have a title as a minister, that's irrelevant. That that don't even matter. Because the reality is that I have a purpose. I've always had a purpose. My purpose is to tell people about Jesus. That's my purpose. On the Sermon on the Mount, before Jesus ascended to heaven, that was what he told the disciples to do. He said, go out and tell the world about me. That's what he has charged all of us to do. But in this world, we so caught up in like, you know, notoriety. Everybody want to be famous. Everybody want to be an influencer. Everybody worried about numbers and followers and everybody's doing stuff just for vainglorious reasons. I'm just being honest. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, as believers... We all got the same exact purpose. Our purpose is to tell people about Jesus. Take a look at this world. This world is going bonkers, okay? It is literally going bonkers. And there's so many people that are on their way straight to hell. And it is our It is our charge. We have been charged with the responsibility to not be afraid and to tell people about Jesus. But... The enemy don't want us to do that. So he has a field day in our minds. And if you haven't guessed it by now, today I am talking about self-sabotage. I read this quote that says self-sabotage is like tripping over your own shoelaces. And if I go back to that scripture, Proverbs 19.3, yeah, some people do silly things and then they destroy themselves and then they get angry with with the Lord. It's like tripping over your own shoelaces. You out here doing stupid stuff. You doing reckless things. You making the worst choices. You, you, you. And then you don't even want to, you don't even want to accept responsibility for your actions. It's, you want to blame everybody else. Stop doing that. Because you got to be honest with yourself. A lot of times we are the masterminds of our own downfall. We make choices that lead to disappointment and then we find ourselves overwhelmed and frustrated and then we get mad at God. Hmm. 
Now, the thing about negative thoughts or or self-sabotage, whatever you want to call it, the thing about it is that we got to do more than just admit that it exists in our lives. You know what I'm saying? It's more than like, yeah, I struggle with negative thoughts. No, you got to do more than that. You got to identify the patterns and the tendency that you have to self-sabotage because that's an important part of your spiritual growth. Because when you recognize it, that's when the door to transformation opens up. Psalms 139, 23 and 24, it says, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties and see if there is any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Those scriptures give us the blueprint for spiritual self-examination. It's important that we humble ourselves and take a good, hard look at the things that we are doing, the things that we spend our time thinking about, and also that we take a look at the reasons why we do the things we do, our motives. When we get brutally honest with ourselves, we will begin to identify the areas in our lives where self-sabotage is at work, hindering us from walking in our purpose. In 2 Corinthians 10.5, it says that, We cast down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. You see, the act of recognizing self-sabotage is the first step towards change. In 2 Corinthians, that scripture I just read, 10.5, it says that we have to take every thought captive to obey Christ. That means that we have the power to take control of our thoughts and redirect them towards something positive. Today, I just want you to take a moment and reflect on your journey with Christ. What is holding you back? What thoughts, what patterns, what habits, what fears are you letting get in between you and your purpose? Have you become so complacent? Are you just are you just are you just used to things being the way they are and and you think they're going to always be that way? Are you afraid of change? Are you avoiding accountability? Are you just being lazy? Let me tell you something. Self-sabotage can affect every single one of us at some point or another on our faith walk. But we have the power to identify it, address it, and grow from it. It is never too late to make a change. The choice to break away from negative thoughts, negative thinking, stinking thinking, self-sabotage, the choice to break away from all of that and embrace your true potential is entirely up to you. It's in your hands. But self-sabotage and negative thinking are not a life sentence. It's a chapter in your spiritual journey, yes. And it is one that that it is a reality. It is a reality. Some of us do deal with negative thoughts. But you have the power 
to rewrite those thoughts. You don't have to stay stuck in a pattern of negative thinking. In Philippians 4, verses 6 and 8. Give me a minute because I want to pull this scripture up. I'm going to pull this. Philippians 4, 6. I'm going to read this scripture. Philippians 4. I'm going to read this scripture. I'm going to read Philippians 4, verses 6, 7, and 8. It says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he's done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And I love verse 8. Verse 8 is a verse that we need in in. In the world today. Okay. We need this scripture right here today. More than ever. And now. Dear brothers and sisters. One final thing. Fix your thoughts. On what is true. And honorable. And right. And pure. And lovely. And admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Pay attention to your thoughts. Pay attention to your thoughts. Pay attention to your emotions and pay attention to your actions. Are they lining up with your goals and your purpose or are they holding you back? If you find yourself thinking bad thoughts about yourself, you need to replace them with affirmations of self-worth and empowerment. You you need to you need to get Psalms 139 deep down in your spirit. Remember that God is thinking about you every single moment and he's thinking good things about you. So you need to think good things about yourself as well. And listen, as I said at the beginning, right, as I said earlier, I'm not saying that I have completely conquered self-sabotage or, you know, negative thoughts, because the truth is I haven't. I still struggle, but I have learned to recognize it so that I can deal with it more effectively. See, I I could be sitting here thinking about a situation and then I get a negative thought. But I don't I don't I don't let it fester. I I don't give it I don't give it a I don't I no longer give it an opportunity to grow. See, and I really believe that that's why I haven't had a panic attack in, in over a year because I stopped doing that. I stopped entertaining those negative thoughts. You know, the thought comes, but I don't have to let it take root in my mind. Because once it takes root in my mind, it takes root in my heart. And the next thing you know, I'm doing crazy stuff. You know what I'm saying? So I'm learning. I'm learning to embrace self-awareness. And I'm learning 
to have compassion for myself because those two things are very important for my spiritual growth. And I want that for you. I want you to embrace self-awareness. I want you to be compassionate towards yourself. I want you to know that you're not alone in your struggle with negative thoughts. It's something that a lot of us deal with. But the beautiful truth is that you have the strength within you to overcome those thoughts. If you are a child of God, you have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you. And I know firsthand how negative thoughts can feel overpowering at times. But those negative thoughts don't define you. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You have the strength and you have the resilience to conquer those negative thoughts and to align yourself with God's purpose for your life. You are capable. You are more than capable of doing incredible things. You are unique. I love my sister Angelita because she always tells me, ain't nobody better at doing rock than rock, baby. Okay? Can't nobody do you better than you. You are unique. And more than anything, you are valuable to God. So when those negative thoughts try to take hold, I want you to turn to God in prayer. And I want you to find peace in your faith in Jesus. Jesus is our hope. Mm, thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. You are my hope. God loves you unconditionally. And he sees your true potential. Even when you can't see it in yourself. So be good to yourself. Be kind to yourself. Treat yourself with the same love and compassion that you would give to your best friend. Every single day is a new opportunity to rewrite the narrative in your mind and replace self-sabotage with self-empowerment and love. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Stick with people who can uplift you. Surround yourself with people who believe in you. Talk to people who have faced similar battles with negative thinking and came out victorious. If you need to send me a DM on IG, Facebook, wherever, do that. Reach out. I'm here for you. I want you to remember that God's plan for your life is a life of hope and, and, and a bright future. Jeremiah 29, 11, it tells us that, you know, I know the plans that I have for you. They're not plans to destroy you. They're plans to give you a future and a hope. Good plans. God has good plans for your life. And I want you to remember that your worth is not determined by your struggles. It's not determined by your mistakes, by your past. 
Your worth can only be determined by the love of the Father who created you. I pray that this episode will inspire you to break free from negative thinking and self-sabotage and that it will empower you to embrace this journey of growth. Hold on to your faith. Pull from the strength that comes from having a personal relationship with Jesus because that is what will help you to overcome your negative thoughts and your self-sabotage. And it, it will help you. It, the, a personal relationship with Jesus is what puts you on the path to an abundant life. He, he, want, he has an abundant life for you. There's a, there's a different life you should be living, my friend. Trust him. Do not let the enemy minister to you. Don't let those negative thoughts take root in your mind. Remember, thoughts become actions. There is so much inside of you. This world needs you and it needs what God has put inside of you. You're never going to do it the way I do it. And I can't do it the way you do it. We are all uniquely made. It is so important. Just take a look at the world. The world needs what God put inside of you. Y'all, please, we need to wake up. We are living in the last days, like for real, for real. We go to church and we sing the songs and we always talk about Jesus is coming back. Yo, but seriously, Jesus is coming back. He is coming back. Don't get caught out there. Unprepared. Mm. Uh, next week, I'm going to talk about the, the parable of the bridesmaids. Because I a couple of weeks ago, I went to this event. Oh, I'm going to get sidetracked if I even go down that rabbit hole. But you want to tune in next week because I'm going to talk about I'm going to talk about preparedness. But I just really want you to start thinking about what you're thinking about. You can break free from negative thinking. Life does not have to stay the same. I'm a living witness. I love y'all, man. I love y'all. And that's that's all I have for you today. I, I'm just praying that this episode, you know, will, will bless somebody. And, and, if, and if it blessed you and you think it'll bless somebody, go ahead and share it with a friend. I'm going to be back next week with another episode of Rock the Maturity in Christ. Stay blessed and stay on the path to your true purpose. I love you all. Until next time, I'm out. Peace.